If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is the Boob Show, Epi- uh, Epihode 236. <laughs> it's February 24th. It's 2020. Hey, everybody, we're back at it uh, here on the Boop Show with Brian Dunaway and myself, Scott Johnson. Hello, and welcome to this epihode of the show. Oh, hi, Scott. I'm glad I could be part of this epihode. Yeah. What was that about? I've never said epihode before. Is that like a Bubba Hotep kind of, you know, Freudian slip? I don't know. I think I'm tired is what's going on. I slept like garbage. Bad sleeper last night. How do you sleep like garbage? I thought that would actually be pretty comfortable. I mean, you'd think, right? Just piles of it, just cozy garbage. A lot of packing Big. material, a couple of yeah. rags, sure. banana peels, yeah, rotten, mm, sleep like garbage, like garbage. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, we're here. We're uh, we're gonna have a show together uh, at last. Finally, finally, this is happening. We're finally getting at a show last. Done. Actually, you know, I'm proud. I'm proud of us, Scott. I'm proud of us. We did the last three weeks straight. Four weeks, I think. We've done three weeks straight. Three we, weeks we, straight. We were doing every other week, but now we're back to our normal programming That's right. shenanigans. And how does that feel to everybody listening? Good. We hope so. Now this. A little uh, treat for people later on in the show. Like one of those snack size candy bars? Or uh, what are we talking about here? It's closer to, uh, let's call it a content treat that they are currently mm. unaware that we're going to try out today. We'll see if it sticks mm. or if it's any good. Stick How around many for calories? That. Uh, 120 calories per bite. Holy. Per bite? Yeah. And the whole thing's about, <laughs> let's see, if we count the time it takes us to stream it, that much bandwidth, right. that much data on the spreadsheet. Like if we just account for all data involved with the transfer of this stuff, it's probably about 20 megabytes worth of data. That's so data. So how many bytes is that? And then how many? I don't know. That's a lot of bytes, though. And is well, uh, I don't. I don't want my serving sizes to be set up in bytes. That's is that 20 20 billion bytes? Twenty. Two, two, two megabytes. So we're going from bytes to megabytes, right? Yeah, because so a million, be two, two, uh, two. What was it? Be I don't know. Now, now I'm confused. Well, hold on. A megabyte is a thousand bytes. It's ten twenty four actually. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. So do that. Okay, so ten. <laughs> can't do that math. It's easier if it's a round number. I can't do it. It's a I can't lot. Do it. It's too hard. I can't do it. Twenty million bits. There you go. That's what we're looking at. There you go. Bits. Twenty million bits. So for twenty million there, bits, about. you uh, you can listen to our dumb conversation. All right. Hey, uh, uh, we got games to talk about. I got one I want to talk about right away. Get it out of the way so I wait. can. I'm gonna only be embarrassed for a second because I shouldn't be playing this, and uh, neither should you. Yet somehow <laughs> I'm playing it. Okay, and I'm embarrassed a little bit by it. Um, but I, oh, Jesus, the, there's sound to the, it. The, it's the game of shame. It's our new segment, the game of shame, where Scott plays. It sounded like some Genesis 
I'm not sure. Oh, but, I uh, wish. I wish. That's not what this is. <laughs> All right. So I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it, what it really, really is. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to get the screen to do its proper thing. It's not. Okay. It doesn't matter. ratios of bits and bites. Of bits oh, and I, bites. But, there we go. But this looks like fun. Okay. So it's a farming is this a game. Facebook game? No, it's not. But it may as well be. So I got suckered into playing Township which is a thing. It's available on tablets and phones, but also on Mac and PC. And for all I know, it is on Facebook. I don't know. They don't do games right. on Facebook anymore, right? Isn't that done? That's a done deal. Yeah, I don't think that's know. a thing I anymore. That can was I, like, can I, do, I don't know. That was like early aughts, you know, pre cell phone, smartphone, app store stuff. And so right. I think they quit doing all I that. I guarantee but, you it's still there somewhere. So I got deep in the recesses. I got suckered into this because I like their style. They're, they they have a very nice animated. Um, I like it. I think it looks cute. I'm it, trying to figure out why you you, you feel embarrassed yet. Um, because it's just a free to play nightmare. It's the kind of thing I don't want to play normally. Like I don't know why I'm compelled by it. And I think I figured it out. Uh, I like farming. You know, I like to lay down the corn yeah, yeah. and uh, then go and and get the corn going. <laughs> I like doing that. Yeah. I like oh, it. I like the, the little, I like the little, uh, the little side there. They got this little. Uh, yeah, that's how you uh, get your chopping you, stuff up. That's all you got to do is just run this scythe, scythe oh, over your uh, your thing and harvest all your shit, uh, which is pretty great. Then you got little houses you can build, townhomes, hotels, other kinds of buildings, lots of industrial stuff. Uh, this dude we're looking at here is a, is an insane person. He's level <laughs> two hundred and twenty or something. And he's got so much stuff. He's got a billion dollars in gold. I'm like oh a thousand. Oh my gosh, he does! It's, it's almost a. Oh my gosh, it's almost a billion dollars here. Though. Yeah, it's, Can a, it's embarrassing. Oh, I mean, I have no idea if he maybe he's hacking this or something. He claims right. that this is all legit. Uh, here he is planting eggplants. Oh my or something. gosh, look how he's rolling that. It does like he's playing it with his finger. He might. This Oddly might be the tablet or, version. Or maybe it's a mouse. This could be the tablet version. To... It could be the mouse. I'm not sure. It could be. Uh, but anyway, the point is, uh, it's uh, it's a thing, and you play it, and you, it's exactly what you think it is. It's got these little tickets, so you can hurry stuff up if you want. Tickets. If you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I gotta build a post office. Oh, it says it'll take an hour and a half. Do I want to speed that up for five tickets? Like that kind of garbage. It's full of those things. But as a game that you just sort of run and casually do a few things, and then get out, and then don't go back until your timers are up. <laughs> It's all right. Look at the love in this game. I am watching a scene right now. It is it is the Titanic. There was a director who came out of building number eight, and and there's a rose on there. She's 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 on the end of the Titanic. Yeah, and he's actually directing them. Yeah, I mean the attention to detail. It's a little insane. On this game is amazing. It's a little nuts. Uh, lots of little cool little animated uh, tweaks and and stuff. You start as like a tiny little farm. Like a right. township, right? And then eventually you build out to be bigger and cooler and whatever. Um, it's a, it's a very well made one of those, but it is straight up one of those, right? I'm not going to yeah. lie and tell you this is some, you know, secretly this is some amazing PC game different because right. it isn't. It's what I just described to you is is what it is, and it is what it is. And I'm not even telling people they should go play it. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I got honed in on for some reason. Well. It's weird. It's, it's scored for me a couple of things. First of all, it's called Township instead of like Farm something. Farm Town. You know, I, don't like, I hate when they put Farm in the title of things. I'm like, ah, yeah, it just doesn't work for me. But wow, I, that actually looks really kind of cool. The only, uh, only thing that I would question mm. 
This kind of remind this kind of reminds me of Zoo Tycoon. The way it looks, the way it's shot, the, or, or maybe like a it's a, a similar a vibe. Yeah, in fact, this same right. company, the same developer who makes this makes a game that's all Zoo stuff. So interesting. Yeah. So I like that. the The only thing that would kill this game for me is any type of uh, either required microtransactions or uh, annoying microtransactions where they're constantly trying to sell you something. I don't, I don't mind the occasional, you know, pitch or being aware that there's microtransactions. Right. I just don't want to be reminded. Well, I don't want the game to break because I'm being reminded that the only way that I'm going to advance really is to pay for something. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. The game is pretty good at letting you, if you want to just do this thing free to play, 100% you can't. No question. Interesting. But you're going to wait a lot longer for shit to get done. That's just the, right. the, the way it works. Yeah, well, that's okay. That's okay because I've been playing the crap out of uh, out of that Animal Crossing game. Wait, which one? You didn't get the new one. Yeah, oh. man, I got it early. No, I didn't get no, the new one. So, bastard. you know, I, I told you I bought that 2DS. That's and right. So right. I said, I never I never played. Here's a little, here's a little admission. Mm. I never played any Animal Crossing games. That makes me... I mean, how are we friends even? How are we even? Not, not even one. I used to talk about it all the time. And I, I looked at the screenshots of the game and I always mm-hmm. went, Scott's lost his mind. I don't know how we're friends. That looks like the dumbest game I have ever seen. And what does animals even have to do with it? <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And so I never played it. And then I saw all the hype around the new horizons. Yeah. The, uh, the ones that's about to come out. Yeah. Because that's new leaf like, that you got right there. We're going from a new leaf, leaf to new horizons. Yeah. That's right. New Horizons. And the the volume was so loud about this game that I had to tune in to Nintendo Direct's presentation of it. Mm. And I watched it and I was like, okay, now I kind of get it. And I ran out and I picked up the new leaf mm. and I can't stop. Well, of course you Help can't God. stop because it's crack. Help you're going to, you're going to own, <laughs> you're, you're going to owe Tom Nook till, till you're dead. You're going to owe him Oh my him God, bells. Tom Nook is a freaking maniac he is a maniac and you think he's bad here you should have seen him in the gamecube ds days that guy was a real prick, oh, yeah. prickosaurus oh yeah oh he prickosaurus rex hey look, oh i'm i was like he's all like oh yeah let's build a house i'm like all right i can do that so I, I do my little dance and everything and then i show up the next day after he's built my house and i'm like thanks man for building me the house and mm-hmm. i thought we all our transactions were done yeah i thought okay i bought my house it cost x number of dollars no, after he got through, he said, "Okay, I did some calculations, and uh, you owe me thirty thousand. Uh huh. Yeah. And I'm like, "What do you mean thirty? I owe you thirty thousand. Yeah, no, you, you owe him. You didn't huge. tell me anything up front. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But he's and then he's when you when do you pay you. it back? When yeah. you pay it back, Scott? Uh, when, I, you, when you feel like it. When you feel is like what it. He told me. That's right. When I'm you like, feel like it. What he's saying to you is he's going to give you cement shoes and throw you in one of those rivers where you fish. That's exactly what it felt like. I'm like, am I dealing with a long shark right now? Yeah, he's the worst. I don't know what's going on. He's the worst. Uh, but He's you're going to be in debt to you're going to be forever indebted to him when this new one comes out. Um, oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of the series since man, all the way back to and well, the N64 version got ported to a GameCube. And so right. the US, I think we only ever saw the GameCube version, but that GameCube version was the N64 version with some new textures and stuff. Um, and it was great. I played that living crap out of that thing and my daughters loved it and we just got hooked on it in this oh, house. Yeah. And then the DS version was really really good. Uh, 3DS version was great. The Wii version was great. Every console, every Nintendo console since N64 has gotten a version 
of mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, and we're about to get the Switch one in like what twelve days or ten days or whatever it is. Uh, Twenty days. Mar- it comes on the. It comes out the day after my birthday. So guess what? I'm getting the day after my birthday. I'm heading down to the town. I'm yeah. gonna grab myself that right now. I am. Uh, I'm enjoying catching feathers because today is a festival down in oh, Palmwood. Yeah, they like doing uh, those. where Mayor Brian is uh, is collecting feathers to, to watch that weird thing dance did you just name yourself brian you're just brian in there double double ends oh okay. brian okay. double in that's better than just boring old brian i mean not that you're yeah boring. i didn't want to do that yeah. i was like i gotta make it i can make it snazzy i could see that that's cool yeah uh i'm i'm excited for you because discovering that series is uh, is interesting because i mean look i'm an old ass guy now i shouldn't be <laughs> um you know into animal crossing i just shouldn't yeah but here i am it's the most anticipated thing of this year for me except for maybe uh it's crazy except maybe cyberpunk and maybe maybe doom eternal but they come out the same day and i'm gonna probably get both but the point is like i've got so much joy for that game and i'm ready for it i'm here for it i need it let's go but the the scariest thing to me was i i you know I, i saw some stuff about it and then i then i saw the new cover and it said oh the dreaded, and this is what kind of made me start thinking about this. The dreaded may include in-game purchases, and I was like, "Oh please, oh please, oh please!" The things that I have enjoyed on New Leaf so far has been the fact that I've been isolated away from any economy outside the economy inside the game that is earned. Yeah, and it not just bought. That's all you. That's all it means. You can't buy. Um, I mean, you can buy, uh, you may be able to buy DLC or something for it, but there's no, right. there's no like in game store. They've actually anything. since removed that warning from the material that I've seen. So I'm hoping against hope that they will not be tempted in any way they won't. to corrupt the purity of Animal Crossing. No, I guarantee it. So far. I guarantee it. Now there may be the only right. shenanigans I'm planning on is I think they're going to do some stuff with that, uh, iOS and Android game that they have out. Um, Animal right. Crossing Dirt Monkey Cheese, whatever it's called. Monkey Cheese. Right. Uh, that thing will probably have some weird piece of furniture. You can only get that way. And so they want you to yes. take that and move it over. But to get that, you would have had to spend a bunch of time and or money in the in the mobile game. Like maybe they're going right, to play right. around with that. None of that matters to me at all. I just care about what's in this upcoming game. I have no concerns about that because they have never done that before. They have not mentioned a thing right. about that. This would be a complete goof on their part if they launched that game and it had some kind of store to spend cash. No way. There's oh, God, no way. Please, no, please. Not today. Right. Exactly. So, uh, you, you know, you got, they had the app and I, I downloaded it and took it a look for just a minute because I was like blown away. I'm like, Oh, this looks beautiful, but there are tons of microtransactions. And I think that's where it should reside. Yeah. It keep it on phones. That's fine. The app. Yeah. If you want to do that, that's fine. There's a place for that in this world. Keep it there. Yeah. Keep yeah. it there. I agree. Brian, tell me about guilt. Spelled G Y L T for the Stadia. Stadia. Yeah, ask your daughter or your daughter. Ask your doctor if Stadia is right for you. (laughs) So that's the question. By the end of this, by the end of the end of my discussion about guilt, you'll find out uh, what I decided about Stadia. Because as of February the twentieth, if you had signed up as a founder for the Google Stadia, which I did. Uh, you have expired and now would have to invest additional money to maintain what you have. It is nine ninety nine a month mm. if you're a uh, if you're a Stadia Pro subscriber, um, and 
Uh, so did I do it? I don't know. Let's talk about guilt first. Guilt, the only exclusive title that uh, that Stadia has. Tequila Works, by the way, did this game, and they are so good, and I had forgotten about some of the games they've done, and I have went out to the phone as well, and I picked up a new game they have on the App Store on iOS, and maybe on Android as well, and it is uh, it is so little Big Planet, but that's... You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. You know, they're they're good. The they're a good developer. They got they got paid, uh, you know, to do this for Stadia. Yes, um, absolutely. Stadia only. I would like to have seen this being a a different market, but to be honest with you, there's enough games that are kind of like this that I don't think it really stood out. Mm. I think it was more beneficial that they that they did do this. By the way, you're watching me, so you'll definitely want to fast forward because there was a time when I was standing just looking around. Lots of my game capture I do is yeah. uh, I capture it separately. Uh, while I'm doing my Twitch cast. So sometimes I'm talking to the chat room and you won't hear it here, but you will see me. Sure. And so your character will just stand there picking its butt. Sure. Right. I get you. Exactly. So uh, this was guilt and uh, you're playing as a, uh, a young lady who is in school and uh, she is going about and putting up missing posters for her cousin who looks to be a good bit younger than her who has disappeared. And, well, that's kind of dark. It's a little dark, isn't it? A missing child. Oh, this this game gets really dark. Okay, mm. so the story is the best part of this game. How come you had, you uh, had an unstable uh, connection warning on your uh, for on just your a second? I've had that a couple of times. Well, what happened was mm. Zoe had came home mm. during that time, and uh -huh. so the internet took a hit for just a second, uh -oh. and then it cleared up because she fired uh, up her uh, freaking uh, yeah. Hey, I gotta watch Peppa Pig for the next twenty minutes. Pretty much. Yeah, so for okay. just a second, we had a dip for just a second. But gotcha. after that, it stabilizes and it's perfect. By the way, my Stadia experience will not be everybody's Stadia experience. Stadia is a very specific uh, answer. Is a very is a very specific answer to a very specific question. Yeah, and which is, is, do you want to spend ten bucks a month for a console that you don't own? Right. Basically, that. Do you, are are you are you the type of person who uh, is is too cheap to buy a big time hardware? Uh, but but has great bandwidth uh, and enjoys only casually gaming and enjoys purchasing games on a platform that may or may not exist uh, very shortly. <laughs> so it's a very specific, very specific market. Yeah, very. You, specific. you did a good job there summing it up, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very specific market. Now for me, it was great. I love my experience. I thought it was smooth. Everything was great, but I only played it in a very narrow way. I had the Stadia controller uh, and I had the uh, the Google Chromecast Ultra, mm -hmm. which is what they sold with the Founders Pack. And I only really played it there. I didn't play it on the in the Chrome browser or anywhere outside of that very specific uh, area. Mm -hmm. So but my but that's what they suggested. That was a suggested play for them. And that's what I did. And it was it was spot on. Now, the promises they made. I, I seen, you know, like people playing in browsers with their own controllers and that kind of stuff. It didn't, it's not as, it's not nearly as smooth. Mm. They've got a ways to go. Mm. They've got a way to go. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So back to guilt. Yeah. So really what it is, is uh, the game is all about bullying. And the, it is uh, these, all these metaphors in this game become real life because what happens is as, as the girl, uh, you enter into kind of an upside down world mm -hmm. uh, pretty early on. And uh, once you do, and you're, you're in the upside down world now, you're in school, in the school building, even though no one is there, you're looking for your cousin because you saw her in the window. You start, in, you start uh, encountering these different uh, creatures and beasts 
And those are metaphors for different things. So they're like, there's like eyes that are growing out of these, out of these uh, vines and they just watch. And at first I was like, Oh no, what are those vines going to do? Are they going to attack me? No, they don't. They just watch because they're like the watchers when someone is being bullied mm. and uh, you can blind them and get them out of the way and, and complete your puzzle task, which this is basically what this is. It's all puzzle task oriented. Yeah. You, know, you got to fix this place, fix that place, pick up some story, add a little more story to it. Do you like and, uh, uh, graphically it looks kind of neat from what I can graphically. Tell? It is beautiful. I yeah. think tequila works has a great game here. And I think it ran really well on my Stadia experience. Mm. I loved it. I thought it was great. Was it enough for me to go? Am I going to continue my pro membership? Is this a mm. is this a game that is this is not free with the membership? Is it or is it? It is. It was February's uh, access. So you know n- none of these games are free. But if you are a subscriber in February a pro subscriber February, then you can claim the game. It will always be in your library, even if you cancel your account. Uh, you won't be able to play it again until you reactivate your account, but that game is always in your library as long as you're, you know, as long as you're active and playing. Okay. So I I did not re-up. I thought about it, but I was like, is the content compelling enough for guilt for me to pay for another $10 a month and possibly beyond to stay with Stadia. I'm like, mm, not really. Mm. Now, I can still go back and play Stadia as long as I purchase the game. As will everybody. So, free games. So, it so the free tier is working. Like that's a thing now. Can can I do the free right. tier now? Well, I don't know if uh I don't know if you could, but if you were a Stadia subscriber for before, before, you could continue to go. So, like if I I got in the pro and I think the only way you can purchase the service, yeah. and I could be wrong about this cuz I haven't dug deep because it, it you know it doesn't concern me. Right. I'm a pro Stadia user. Sure. What do I care what sure. other people feel? Right. Uh, uh, from my understanding, the per- the game I actually purchased, which was uh, Metro Exodus. Yeah. Um, I purchased that game. I should still be able to play it for free at 1080p. So I can't play at the promised 4K, but I can play at the 1080p. Okay. For free. All right. And but that's, but that's because you're a founder do. person and you paid to be part of being a founder and that's the only right. yeah, they get to continue that but, on basically, right? But that will that will be available to everyone in the upcoming months. Okay. You know, that 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 type. You could everybody'll be able to play Stadia for free uh eventually and if you purchase a game on the Stadia service, it will be yours to play for free. You will not get any of the perks of the Pro, which is it's like any other service. You know, you get so many, you get access to so many games per month. Yeah. You claim it. If you claim it, then it's yours. It's kind of very much like the PlayStation Plus. You know, if you if you forget to claim it, then you don't get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you have to claim it, which is you. fine because you can do it through the App Store. By the way, this monster guy who I'm, I'm I was about to approach there, yeah, yeah, he's one of these upside down face people. He's like a clown almost, and he's he's evil. But I can be I can beat him uh, with my flashlight. Is it so scary? So I have a flashlight. Is it scary? Right. It is scary. It, there's there's a little bit of stealth elements in this game. Uh, there's stealth. There's puzzle solving. Uh, there's a little bit of of action and fighting too, because I can take my flashlight and I can focus the beam onto these onto these onto these bubbles that are on these creatures is like they're like boils and if i shoot their boils they die oh Weird. well you want them to die so well you do well i don't know if i want them to die or not but i definitely want them out of the way you don't want them a part of your life anymore you want no to because them. they're kind of evil they'll chase you down and they'll start grabbing a hold of you You're like get off me yeah get, get rid of those things me. i'm with you Bye. 
So uh, I, someone in the chat room just informed us also that Bethesda has left GeForce Now as well now. Like like Blizzard, they're not. Yeah, uh, there's a yeah Activision Blizzard left um, GeForce Now as well as you know, and, and this is kind of where people are kind of drawing the line because I I don't know everybody's trying to figure out where they need to be at in the market, and so. Yeah, but what's know. Bethesda going to do? I know at that one E3 they got up and they said, hey, we've got some cool streaming tech that we're going to license to people and no yeah. one gave a poo about it and they haven't talked about it since, but maybe they've got something brewing there. I don't know. I, I think that Stadia is not going to be a very strong direct-to-consumer service. I think the renting out of what they're doing of their service to other companies, yeah. The from white what labeling. I'm understanding so far is going to be they're going to rent out the infrastructure. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a white label service. They're going to let people, right. you know, brand on top of it and have the back end just done for. It's like it's like licensing the Unreal Engine. You don't have to build your own engine. Yes. It's the same idea. Yeah, same concept. Same idea. Yeah, same and maybe concept. they're all going to do that. And I have a feeling Blizzard is, and that's okay too, I guess. But here's what needs to happen: if Blizzard's making their own stream client. And making it part of Battle.net, great. I can install or not. I can do use it on a crappy right. machine and stream, and on a better machine, I can install. Like I, that seems really great. But don't be charging me extra for that. Yeah, you charge yeah. me extra for that, we're gonna have words, man. And <laughs> well, same same you, thing you with freaking to. Bethesda. I don't think they can charge right. for it because the the whole no. point is to get people playing their games and spending time in their ecosystems. I'm happy to yeah. do that, but I ain't paying you five to ten bucks a month for it. No, sir, right. I'm not. Right with 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 uh with Blizzard, I could kind of see it because I'm like, eh, you know, most people who are doing Blizzard are usually World of Warcraft. They're they're really yeah, but they're already paying for that. They don't want to pay another exactly. They're they're built into that into that ecosystem already, like you said. So I think I don't think they would be upset about. But Bethesda, I'm with you. Bethesda, what do they got that? I, I pay for on the monthly nothing and but they they got to get the money. No, Blizzard here's the here's money. the thing, even Blizzard can't get away with it. They can do it as part of, you know, maybe one of it is you can stream World of Warcraft from anywhere uh because you're right. already paying for it and that's just part of the service. Well, that would be true either way. You got to have a subscription to even play the thing, so whether you stream it or not, it doesn't matter. What kind of what kind of uh what kind of giant golden turd do you think everybody would have if if uh, Blizzard said uh World of Warcraft is now going to be 17.99? No one's no one will do it. It will. The entire market will take a big shit right in their face. They're not right. going to do it. There's Six, no 16, way. So how about fifteen ninety? Just an extra dollar, Scott. No. Just fifteen ninety nine. What no, would happen? It's still going to be a freak out. They. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling, telling you, you right now, Blizzard needs to offer that. If that's the thing they're working on, we're making a lot of assumptions here. But if they are working on oh, it, yeah, yeah, they offer that as part of Battle.net. It is a Battle.net feature, plain and simple. In the same way that when Battle.net was new and exciting and not, and I'm talking like back in like Diablo days uh, right. when that was a brand new idea of having an online service that connected you with other players or whatever they couldn't charge you for that either and rightly mm -hmm. so so i'm just saying don't get any weird ideas over there activision or blizzard or either one of you have you're gonna have some meetings about this and i'm telling you right now don't yeah. make the mistake because you're already on thin ice with a lot of players not only that bethesda not a chance they do they charge they could they do their own little thing yes and i think that would benefit right. them i think everybody should look into doing it themselves. Nobody wants to just rely on, you know, GeForce Now to do it. Maybe indie games line up by the thousands right. over on Steam, let's say, and let's say Valve partners with Now, and it's like, okay, well, this is going to be the main way people play tons and tons of indie content because they don't, they're not going to be able to afford or run the infrastructure to do it, even if it's white-labeled. Oh, yeah. so, so that's how I think you solve this problem across the board. 
The big developers and publishers, they do their own thing. Fine. No problem. Go for it. Do not charge right. me extra for it, though, you bastards. Don't do it. Yeah, don't be judged. And they, and they probably won't in the beginning. They won't be able to in the beginning. Yeah. Eventually, though, they'll, eventually they'll have to adjust because you got to pay for that infrastructure. That you infrastructure do. ain't free. Yeah. And Servers Brian, are expensive to run. Brian loves Steam. I love Steam. See, I have proof. You love Steam. I love Steam. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it smells like dirty smoke. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of dirty smoke, let me talk to you about dirty smoke. nothing to do with dirty smoke. Uh, this is instead a discussion I would like to have about the 8-bit do uh oh, yeah. SN30 Pro Plus Bluetooth gamepad controller. All right, now, wait, wait, wait. I got to I got to get my I got to get my computer pulled up cuz I'm going to actually <clears throat> I'm going to order. I'm going to make my decision. Okay. Are you basing today. it on this? Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to base my decision on whether or not I order right now while we're doing the show whether or not I'm going to order this controller cuz I've been I've been on the fence and I I need I need a little Push, pull, push or pull. Well, let me give right. you uh, the, what I ended up getting was the black one. So I'll show this to the chat. And, and you're going straight to Amazon, dude. I, I, I'm trying to go straight to 8-bit do because I want. I don't know if they get the same percentage of the. I profits. have no idea. I don't know how that but stuff even works. If, even, if, even if it's ten more dollars on the direct. I will pay that before I give it to Amazon. No, I love Amazon. No, I get you. Wrong. I get you. You want to help the the little guys out? I, I, that's a great thing to do. Nothing wrong with that. So, all right. Let me. So, if you've listened to the show for the last three weeks, you know that Brian and I have gone off on a couple of, uh, let's call it controller fetish tangents. Okay. Mm. Both of us are really big True. fans of what people do uniquely in this space. We like to see new stuff, especially when it's really well regarded, well built stuff like this. Eight bit do stuff has been great for years. They've they've been doing this for a long time, and their whole lineup is kind of rad. And this would be the third controller I've gotten from them over time. Uh, the first two were, or the first one was a super retro one that was like it looked like any an, an NES, but it had two built-in uh, control sticks. They still have it on their store or on their site. Um, and I also and that's the up, one that was the other one. I've been flipping back and forth between that one and the other one. Yes, and that and me too, because uh, the new one, the one you're talking about, is more SNES. It's larger. In fact, it's basically yes. this without the grips, handles. without the handles. Yeah, the grips. Um, right. And as a result. You just have to, it's just a different kind of experience. You're, you're holding it like a traditional game pad back in the day where this feels a little more like a pro controller for Nintendo or a little more, uh, you know, my, uh, Xbox and PlayStation, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I'm going to recommend it highly, but I've got some caveats I want to put out there. Oh, it is caveats. the build quality is amazing. It feels really good in your hands. Controls great. Everything's very responsive. No problem connecting it to my PC, both wired and... Oh, it's a USB-C, which is nice. Uh, mm -hmm. It does both wired and Bluetooth uh, connected to your to your PC. No issues, no problems. Uh, my Mac also, zero issues. Worked great with uh, Apple Arcade and a bunch of other games I was playing. And with the Switch, no problems. Uh, the only downside is, if this is even a downside, it's probably not, especially if you're a Nintendo fan. But this is a very Nintendo-centric product, much like most of their products. Almost all right. of their stuff, with the exception of the Genesis controller and a few others, they are very Nintendo-centric. And by that, I mean even the button layout. So if you're mm -hmm. used to uh, the Nintendo way, which is B at the bottom, A on the far right, uh, top is X, and far left is Y. Again, just as old as time. This is all the way back to 
you know, when the NES was just two buttons, it was that's where B and A were. And then when the SNES came along, that's where they put X and Y. And those are just the order you have it in. If that's what you use, if you're getting, if you're using a switch already, and that's what this is for, gonna be perfect for that because they adhere to that standard. They love it for whatever reason. Eight bit do is all about the Nintendo button layout. They are not about the Xbox layout, which is you know flipped around. You got A at the very bottom. You have B up to the where the normal A is. Your X and Y are swapped. Like everything's kind of swapped. And one P- could argue, what, oh yeah, P- I have so much trouble. I have so much trouble doing that. Back, back and forth. Oh, I know. Like going Xbox back and forth is a huge pain. Oh, huge pain going back and forth, right? Oh, it sucks. So Muscle because your brain's gone. like, oh, wait, okay, right, that's back here, but over there, that's go. <laughs> like, it can really throw you. And smart games know how to remap, but it's still your your brain and muscle memory are, you know, it's fiddly, and I don't like it. Uh, I actually would argue that either of these is fine. It's just that they differ so much from each other. And Nintendo, you know, they planted their flag and said, yeah, this is just how it is. And Microsoft and Sony and everybody else are like, well, really? Because this is how we're going to do it. And oh, yeah. Case, well, let me show you something. And in the case of, you know, Sony, they're weirder yet because they've got symbols instead of letters, but at least they yeah. correspond roughly, you know, like to back. To the same location. Yes, to the same wise. location. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so there's times where I wish Nintendo would just cave. And then there are other times I'm like, well, why should they cave? How come these other guys get to they change were, it? They were first. I mean, let's face it, as far as the controller goes, if you, if you follow the controller heritage to the you know to the back to the beginning there they were first right because mm-hmm. i had a nintendo controller like this before i ever had a, oh yeah a, an there, xbox or a playstation because right? those things didn't Remember exist back then exactly yeah there was no x there was no xbox or playstation when it is when you bought a snes right. they didn't exist so the point is uh what is the point the point is that's a thing and you just need to be aware of it okay it is very nintendo centric the way they've done their button layouts everything else pretty normal simple uh the two different shoulder pads you got the two well the two bumpers and then you got the two uh analog uh stuff in the back or the triggers rather uh the two analog sticks are great they feel wonderful no problem they're a little more sony in terms of layout uh they're just next to each other down there at the bottom Mm -hmm. like a like a playstation uh the d-pad super responsive great d-pad for especially 2d stuff just really plays great great deep um and again the buttons just sort of correspond with whatever you might need whatever device you're using it on now that would be my only real caveat um my other one is a specific one to me that i'm just annoyed about and it's okay i'll get over it and maybe they'll patch it or i don't know but for some reason um like i can use a well it, it okay so it adheres to whatever the standard the pro controller uses the this sony pro controller which i have not right, sony right. You mean the switch Nint- Nintendo? Yeah, this Nintendo Pro yeah. Controller, um, which is this right here. I just happen to have it handy. Um, I have one of these as well, and uh, it basically behaves like this and also syncs like this. And when you do it on a computer, both your PC and Mac both recognize it, and your Android device and recognize it as a Pro Controller. It doesn't even know to call it an eight bit do or any of that. No, it just thinks good. it's one of these. Now that's right. fine, except currently iOS does not support whatever standard that is. Oh. Uh, unless you USB connect it. So you could go USB-C, in the case of an oh, iPad, USB-C to no. USB-C or USB, USB-C to Lightning. And it works, right. but that's dumb. I don't want that. I want wireless. Yeah. And, I, and, that's, and, and so I was super I mean, stoked and bought the little handle thing because I was thinking, hey, I'm going to use this for Apple Arcade as well. So I get the little right. phone thing that like clips up on top. You stick your phone in there. Now you got yourself a little portable phone device with a, with a built-in controller. 
doesn't work. Uh, so if you're an iOS guy, the the Pro Control, whatever it is about Pro Controllers, they don't like them. And they don't use them. Everything else, no problem. It sees Sony controllers, no problem, and mm. uses them. It sees a 360 or a, or a Xbox One controller, no issues. But it just cannot deal uh, with I this. I can say that is disappointing because I was I was looking for a a Switch controller that I could use as well as for my SNES Mini. And uh, I was hoping I could play, get back into my iPad iOS arcade. Right, same. And that was kind of where I was leaning towards because of that. Mm. Now, I'll tell you this. My my PS4 controller works great in iOS. It's amazing. Right. And so mm. what I need for that is some kind of underclip that'll hold my phone. I would love that. Right, right. I love my underclip. I have, I have a underclip uh, controller that basically... Uh, works off an app that allows you to uh, map gestures and uh, touches mm. as though you were touching it with your hand. But oh, that's, that's, that's cool. a lot of remapping. It's, yeah. it's very cool and it's very good for very specific uses. Like if you have one game, but jump between games. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. It was a nightmare trying to program it every time I wanted to play a new game. Ooh, well, that that's why Ooh. the. That's why I, you know, I was really looking forward to just because the the way Apple Arcade works is great. It just they they those developers have every one of the games in Apple Arcade. They say they play on touchscreens, they play with keyboard and mouse because you can play them on Macs, and they play with a with a controller. That's like the rules of if you want to put a game on that service. And I like that because it means I can kind of choose and pick and choose depending on what game I'm playing. And some games play really great with controllers, like Butter Royale which I wasn't going to talk about today, but I'll just mention it. It's an amazing battle Royale game with food fighting. Basically it's great. Uh, it's really fun anyway. Uh, mm. and it plays great with my, with my, uh, PS4 controller. I just need some kind of undercarriage to hold my phone. I just need, <laughs> you know, cause it's weird. Otherwise sure. You can put like right. an iPad pro up five feet away and play that way. If you want, but where are you doing that? Like, let me carry that around with my phone. Anyway, Bottom line is this awesome controller, and I am going to say it's very awesome, has those two things that are potentially issues, and that is the mapping of the buttons and that. Now, it is programmable on PC, so you can tell it whatever you want, and those buttons will correspond to what you want them to be. So if you really want it so that A is B and B is A, you can do it. Right. Um, You have the power, but it's just not a standard thing with it. Uh, very comfortable know. to hold. Highly recommend uh, you use it for all these case tests that I've mentioned. It's forty-eight bucks on Amazon. I don't know what the difference is on the site. If it's the same, then uh, it oh, may actually, be. they're so, actually they're sending me back to uh, Amazon to order. So I guess uh, their website is just a front end. Uh, so maybe they just sell there, through so. Amazon. That would make sense. So maybe a lot maybe of places so. do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel a little better now that they've they've chosen a path and I can't deviate from it and I'll give them the money the way they want it. Right. Perfect. Now, now because I'm a goon yes, and I'm weird. You are a goon. Uh, one of our listeners wrote in or uh, grabbed me on Twitter and said, hey, I know you like controllers. Right. How do you feel about a controller that has a really great build quality, is very grippy, feels good, sounds good, is good for less really? than $20? And I went, and I'm like, I can't believe that this doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound real. So he recommended something I'm actually going to try, and I ordered it. This is going to be for my PC primarily. It's called the Easy SMX Wired Game Controller Joystick for Windows, Android, PS3, and TV box. That's too much to type. It's a lot. It was the Easy what? Easy SMX, and I got the Wired one. 
They have wireless. I don't want one. I want the wired because that's what I do with my PC. I prefer wired anyway. I'm just close enough. It doesn't matter. Ooh, um, I do like the. It's kind of some of it's basic, but some of it's kind of cool. It looks basically like a, the one I'm getting is like a camo looking one, and it's basically a 360 or it's basically an Xbox One controller. But the word right. is that you you would be afraid of getting it and having kind of a mad cat's experience where it's just kind of janky and plasticky and awful. And this right. this dude on Twitter is like, no, no, that's the great thing. And the reviews seem to reflect that. There's tons of reviews on here. They're all just like raving about this thing and how cheap it is, but how good it is. So I'm going to review it, try it, see if I like it. That'll be a nice cheap alternative to recommend to people if they're looking for just a good multi-purpose Xbox One style controller for their PC. So Well, you know, I don't think they're quite there for what I want for 8-bit do for what I specifically want it, even though I'm very excited about the color schemes of those controllers mm-hmm. on the 8-bit do controllers. They have the standard black and then they have the uh, NES colors and then they got the Super Famicom. And I got to tell you, the Super Famicom colors look really good mm-hmm. on these things. I'm kind of tempted to do that, but even though it doesn't really match my aesthetic, but I may just go with one of these yellow Ultra Ultra Portables. Oh, I know. I want uh, one of those too. Gosh, to match up. I may just, for <laughs> now, until I can make that decision on the other, I'm not 100% convinced yet, even though it sounds like they could possibly be heading that way eventually yeah i don't think it fits the bill of what i want uh cross-platform wise yeah it's the, uh, these, these, to me that's the biggest hang-up is the cross-platform i can deal with the buttons that's not all a right problem. chat room you tell me I'll, how about this okay what do you what do you got there we'll, we'll throw the chat room into this i have this i have this blue and blue hey mine didn't come with that switch. little stand by the way oh yeah it didn't i had to order that separately oh i thought that came with it and i no, thought i lost it or something all right i'm sorry that's no, fine no, no. that's actually a docking station okay uh so um i've got i've got a blue switch but with, with the yellow uh controller grip and i'm looking at the 8-bit dues and they have blue or yellow what do you think i need yellow you need yellow because that adds more yellow. yellow. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's what I'm I would say. Doing it. I also have that combo, but the opposite. I have a the yellow opposite. switch light. He's like, a, you're like the bizarro world of, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't believe how much you and I are into accessories at the moment. Dude, I love accessories. <laughs> it's like the my, only I'm true. like my wife when she goes to Sephora in the mall. <laughs> it's like, right. I just want to see trinkety bullcrap. Well, I mean, let's, let, okay, this is how it is. Yeah. There is such a glut of digital entertainment at this point that I can't really glom onto anything for too long. And so I've become a more tactile person uh, when I am collecting, I guess, mm-hmm. or when I'm like looking for that next thrill as a consumer. Is like it, it doesn't really thrill me as much to consume a lot of digital content because this happens all the time. But going and getting some physical, it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's physical. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna touch it. Sure. And it's one of the reasons why I, um, it's one of the reasons why I still love GameStop, even though I know that uh, people give GameStop hard time all the time. My local GameStop is awesome. I love going in there and and touching the products and, and the people. The just the products mostly. And uh, do they know I love you by that. name? They're like, ah, oh, Mr. Dunaway. Absolutely. Back. Okay. Brian, what's up? <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, I, I love going in there and, 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 and actually touching things and, and uh, purchasing items. Sometimes I'll even get things in that, that like are they'll get things that are exchanged in sometimes. And I'm like, I yeah. didn't even know this product existed. Sure. What is this? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, so, I'm, if you can have that kind of relationship with your local one, that's pretty cool. I think yeah. Cool. If, if I'm not, once again, 
I always try to tell people it's all about relativity in relative to my experience with mm-hmm. GameStop locally is fantastic for me. I can't say how your experience is. I'm just le- I'm just shocked that they're still in business given the the market conditions. Nothing to do with them in particular. Yeah, in yeah. fact, it's impressive they've been able to stick it out, but I yeah, I, I agree. And of course, we've seen in the news lately, especially on Polygon, about you know the the interviews with the employees and the added pressure that they're receiving now to try to increase sales mm-hmm. during a down market. I'm like, you can't you can't increase sales in a down market, no matter how hard you try. As a matter of fact, the harder you try to squeeze, the less you're going to sell because people are going to say like, "No, nah, thanks, I'm out." Yeah, there's some economic stuff going on there. Some economic stuff going there. Brian, tell me about my friend Pedro, which, by the way, I guess my... What? Why well, tell you about my friend Pedro, but uh, he, you should know him. He's your friend Pedro. He is, and he's a banana, right? Isn't that the deal? He he is a banana, but you don't play as the banana. No. I played this on the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, it, it was free. It, it entered the store a couple of months ago, and I've been staring at it, and I, I keep looking at it, and I'm like, it looks like a lot of fun. And the actual game itself looks nothing like the marketing stuff I was seeing. By the way, this is me playing, so get ready for some bad playing. Yeah. Um, so this is a shoot 'em up, and it, at some points it turns into a dual stick shooter, and it is all about style. Mm. This makes me feel like if John Wick had a shoot 'em up, side scrolling shoot 'em up platformer, this would be the thing to have. Well, he this does. Guy, he does have a turn based uh, Hoochie. Uh, a, a turn-based whatchamahoochie, yeah. Um, what do you call that? Uh, a turn-based uh, strategy, or uh, what's that called? Uh, t- turn-based tactical action game. The the the, yes. uh, the John Wick Hex or whatever it's called. That's a Yes, thing. yes, there is that thing. Yeah. I think this would be better, though. Okay. All right, tell me more. Tell me more. I do like the other thing. Okay, so uh, lots of times in the game, you're uh, you're you you can you can hit slow mo and what and it's very important to hit slow mo because there's so many complex maneuvers that you have to have. You're fighting all of these track suit wearing old gangster guys that are trying to stop you from getting to the boss man. He is the the butcher, Mitch the butcher. And for some reason, you have it out for him because uh, you're listening to a banana. You're dying a lot here in this thing. Oh, I die so much, but it's fun. It's fun. It's not. It's not a lot of penalty for dying. Yeah. Other than you have to restart the area over. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of so uh, Super Meat Boy style quick starts after you die, right? Like you just get right, right back right. into it. It's pretty fast. You yeah. get back in there and you get to you know you get to th- rethink it a little bit because. There's some strategy involved with getting past certain areas because there's guys shooting at you from different angles and you have to be able to figure it out. So your guy is able to shoot in two different directions at the same time. So you can you can aim first at the first guy that you want to shoot, hold the left trigger and or hold the left uh, bumper and then aim with the other and you can get these really funky shots that are just just visually pleasing and just pleasing to play. This is the one of the most satisfactory times I've had with a shooter in a very long time, yeah. um, and it's it you can it's, you can slow down time so you can get those really fancy shot ins. And there's also the spin move where you can do which I totally kept forgetting, and you'll watch me die here over and over again because I'm forgetting to do my spin move. Apparently, if you spin, you don't get hit. Yeah. There's a little bit of game logic going on here yeah. that you won't find anywhere else. First of all, you're listening to to a banana, right? <laughs> Yeah. The banana's telling you what to do. Right. And he's giving you tips, too. Like he does, sure. Like he does. Yeah. So you do this. You kind of go through the you go through the little the stages and levels. It all looks very platformy. And then the boss fight, which only got to the first boss fight. I got to Mitch the Butcher. It turns into kind of like 
I, I was trying to remember the game. Oh, what is the game? It's not, it's almost like a, a road rash kind of game, except you don't really punch anybody. You're shooting them. So it uh, turns into this, this, uh, this bike race. You're on a motorcycle okay. and you're running from other guys on motorcycles. And then Mitch, the butcher who is in a weenie mobile, right? He's riding around in a van with a big old giant weenie on top of it. Of course. Of course he is. As you do. Yeah, like you do. As you do. Yeah. I mean, if you're not doing that, what are you even doing? What are you even doing? So this game was nothing like I thought it was going to be. From all the little marketing materials that I kept seeing and all the little descriptions, nothing like I thought I was going to see. But once I actually started playing it, I had a lot of fun. Okay. I had a lot of fun. All right. Game Pass currently, looks like. Game Pass currently. Other places, too. I believe it's on. uh, It's not like an exclusive or anything. I believe it's on just about every platform. Yeah, it's on Steam for sure. Um, And I have it on PC Game Pass, looks like. So there it is. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Um, do we still have any idea how long something stays on game pass? I assume it's not per forever. There's, there's no set standard, but from most of the games I've seen it's anywhere between three to six months. Usually Mm. I've seen a rotation out about every six months. Usually I'll see some of the games head out, but there's some that's been there for since day one. (laughs) I'm watching you roll around like crazy. It is. It is so funny because and it's even worse because it's in slow motion. And so you have to adjust between real time and slow time. It's one of those games where once you get good at it, yeah. you are going to be amazing. Yeah, You are going to be able to speed run this thing. And that's part of the, the, the charm of this game. If you can speed run this game, you're going to have the most amount of fun. That's fantastic. But learning how to go back and forth between real time, slow mo time, making sure that you're dodging with these spin moves, while at the same time rolling in areas you need to roll under and also aiming at multiple targets at the same time, mm-hmm. it is a lot to just jump. It, uh, let's put it this way. It's easy to jump in and have fun. It's much more difficult to master. Sure. But once you master it, I think it's going to be it's, it's an amazing experience. That makes sense. Uh, one final quick mention here uh, as we finish our discussion about uh, my friend Pedro. My friend Pedro! I have been playing pretty nonstop the game Undermine. Um Oh yeah, and I've been playing it on multiple platforms because it supports cloud saves on Steam, and it's uh, been easy just to sort of jump around. But man, that thing is shaping up to be one of my favorite roguelikes I've ever played. And I was worried about it at first because I kind of I've t- talked about it on the show before, but I thought it would end up being just a little too much like the rest of them, like a little too much mm-hmm. rogue legacy, not a lot of change. Um, I was wrong about that. Uh, it's got lots of stuff to say that makes it very unique and very different. Um, so if you're, if you're even on the fence about it, I can tell you that their updates have been frequent and amazing and they're adding new kinds of stuff all the time. I think they're really close to calling it 1.0 and right. it's great. I'm loving, loving undermine. It's very, very good. I keep, I, I keep seeing it. It keeps popping up when I'm like on steam I'll go, Hey, we saw the other games you're playing. Maybe you'll like this game. Yeah. There's something here. And I, it's I keep good. thinking about it. It's, it's, uh, there's something special going on. And I think that, and the dev team is super like out in front of this thing all the time, which is good. All right. My controller will be here. Mm-hmm. I remember I ended up going with the, uh, eight bit do light, the little eight bit do light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I picked the yellow as, 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 uh, suggested it will be here. Uh, most likely Wednesday. Well, good. We'll, uh, re- do a little mini review when you get it. Yeah. That sounds all right to me. Now yeah. this. Time to guess our game. Little game we play where uh, Brian and I play audio from a video game of your, some older game usually. Not always. Sometimes it's newer. It doesn't matter. We just try to guess what it is. 
And today is no different. I'm going to play my clip. Brian, are you ready to try to guess my game? Scott, I am ready. Roll that beautiful bean Here feed. comes the tape. It's a seaside game. Possibly 7-Up Spot. Mm, nope. No, there's, I'm, I'm hearing a, a bit of chickens. A lot of atmosphere. There's a lot going on. There's dog. It, it sounds like a console game, at least uh, late 80s. I will Not give you... Movie, excuse me, late 90s. Excuse me, late okay, 90s. Okay, late 90s would be 100% correct. Right. But it is not a console game. It's not a console game. PC game. One of my favorite in a series of games that I think are my, one oh, of my favorite series ever. Oh, is this ever. Uh, Tales from Monkey Island? Nope. And this is Wait, pretty this much... sounds like a... Almost like Zoo Tycoon or something, but it's... Well, you're closer in the genre department. So it's a tycoon game. Kinda. I wouldn't call it tycoon, but... Not tycoon? Now it sounds like Roller Coaster Tycoon. I'll give you another hint. It's set in the, what, 1400s? Oh, is this, um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, why can't I think of it? Stronghold? Nope, but you're in the right vein in terms of 90s era stuff. I, 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 will, I will now tell, I will now reveal the game. Are you ready? Reveal. The game is Emperor, uh, colon, Rise of the Middle Kingdom. Rise of the Middle Kingdom. Did I play that one? It's such a good game. It's the same people that made Caesar, one. Caesar Three, uh, mm-hmm. Zeus and Poseidon, uh, Pharaoh and Cleopatra. Like all of those historical uh, city builders, which were done by Impressions Games. That's the company who did it. They're no longer and they don't exist anymore. But man, uh, I think Sierra published these. It's such an amazing bunch of games i love them so much and right now if you have the good old games version of the game i actually probably have any version of this game um there is a 4k hack available that oh. lets you play it in whatever resolution you want um and doesn't limit it to its old you know four by three crappy i think the maximum resolution used to be 728 by seven or 1028 by seven six or 1024 by 768 I think it was the limit uh, and he, by the way and by the great. way yeah i don't know how it looks it's it's so good. Uh, it's still actually. I think it, when you up the res, it looks actually pretty good considering how old it is. Um, hmm. Ninety nine, it came out. Uh, these guys. Oh, oh, I actually have more info, and I forgot to read it. Uh, where did it go? Uh, that's just fantastic, Scott. You really nailed it this week with uh, nailed with the it. Additional information. Oh, I know why. Because I put. I didn't want you to see it, so I stuck it on a different place. Okay, come on, come on, Benny. Why aren't you running? Here we go. So this game is called Emperor Rise of the Middle Kingdom. It is the sixth in the city building series. Uh, Breakaway Games was contracted for Emperor after having having previously worked on Queen of the Nile, which was the expansion to uh, uh, Pharaoh. It's the last in the series to use the same 2D sprite engine as seen in earlier titles and the first to introduce a multiplayer option. Uh, Not unlike earlier games, Emperor focuses on the building and development of a city in ancient times, this is ancient China from the, uh, oh, I'm sorry, this is even older, from the Z dynasty, or Zia dynasty, which was 2033 BC. It's very old. I miss games that look like this. Yep, and it goes up through 1234 AD. Uh, I love it. I can't get enough of it. I want to play right now, just talking about that. it. 
Look at that trash grass. Look oh, at dude, the grass is such shit. Just it's shitty so grass. And there's, you know, all the all the stuff you like about, you know, you can do a, you can just sandbox it and just go on forever and just build a giant yeah. bustling city. And man, I love it. that. I love I'm it. That. Anyway, get the oh, get the oh, resolution the way, hack, I'm, and you'll even like it more. Yes. When you mentioned the, the developers and stuff, I forgot to mention Dead Toast Entertainment was the developer on my friend Pedro. Dead Toast. Dead Dead Toast Entertainment. By the way, uh, my friend Pedro enjoys a ten out of ten on Steam. Ooh. If that tells you is uh, how people feel about it, is that good? I guess. I guess it is. Right, ten out of ten. I don't think it can get much higher, right? Uh, no. Is it an overwhelmingly positive review? Is that what That's they've got what I'm there? I'm looking at now. Is this? Uh, it have to be overwhelmingly positive. Recent reviews and long term reviews also overwhelmingly possible. Positive or possible came out on June the 20th, 2019. Wow. All right. Very nice. Brian, I'm now playing your clip. Let's see if I can figure it out. Here you play go. my clip, and if you, you'll either guess it right away or you will struggle and go, I know what this game is. I have no idea, so I'm going to play it. Here we go. Oh. Chat room is nailing it. They knew it right away. I have no idea, but I love this music. Oh, it's yeah. Peggle. It's Peggle. Now I hear this. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you win, and it's like all the fireworks going yeah. off in slow motion yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Dude, Peggle music. Game. I forgot how cool the Peggle music is. Oh, it is so good. And did you ever play Peggle as it was as the uh, the little add-in game onto World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That. Yeah. that was my favorite. It's like, oh, what, while you're waiting on this, why don't you play some Peggle? Listen to this. Let's get some music on. Mike. Hold on. Skip it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it sounds so good. When I was capturing that audio, I had my headphones on, yeah. and all that stuff is in stereo. So as this, as the balls are bouncing around, they're bouncing around in your head. You're going, boom, 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 boom. Oh, that's great. So good. Peggle's sound. great, and uh, is the last great thing PopCap made before EA bought them, and then yeah. everything went to poop. And then it was all downhill after that. Kind of my impression of how things went. Actually, no, Peggle, or I'm sorry, um, the first uh, Plants vs. Zombies was still while they were on their own, and that was a good game. Right. And then it was the only Zuma. tower defense style game I've ever liked, <laughs> ever. Right. And uh, then they bought them, and then poo ensued. Poo. Nothing but poo. Poo ensued. It's really too bad, because that was a hell of a thing. All right. It was. Uh, back to reality here. Where are we now? Oh, hey, I got a little fun thing for you. Ready for this? Tell me fun things. Listen to this right here. Hold on. Here it is. Great game. The game is over. Stupid name. Great game, stupid name. Yeah, that's I love right. It. We're gonna I start. Love it. We're gonna start doing these here and there. I don't know if it'll be every week or not, but I found one that has a very stupid name, but as it's, as it turns out, is a very cool uh, game. And the game I'm gonna talk to you about, Brian, is a game called <laughs> Tactics Ogre. Let's cling. Let us cling together. Yes, that's Perfect. right. That is a stupid name. It, it's so it, stupid. It, it, it wouldn't have to be much better for it to improve upon uh, that name. It's the stupidest name. Tactics Ogre, <laughs> let's, let us cling together. I keep wanting to say let's. Let us cling together. Let us. No contraction. It's real dumb. 
but it's all right. It's a Japanese tactical role-playing game created by Quest. The game was released in 1995 on the Super Famicom in Japan and a sequel to Org Battle, The March for the Black Queen, which is an Org Ogre Battle. Um, let us cling together. Also a questionable title. <laughs> it's, all, it's not as bad, but it's still pretty bad. Right. Um, anyway, it's the second in the entry released by the Ogre Battle franchise, featuring many drastically, dramatically different gameplay elements from from its prof- uh, uh, pr- not professor predecessor. Is what I'm trying to say. From its professor would be really cool too. <laughs> anyway, it's a very turn based uh, sort of thing you might expect from like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Do you ever play that? Right, right, right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's like that. Uh, Square even published this, so similar lineage and stuff. Uh, the game was re-released on the Sega I'm Saturn little, in '96. I'm a little annoyed that the characters keep on walking even though they're in one square. I'm a little oh, yeah, annoyed. They're all animated like, and moving around. It's like hold still, yeah. hold still, buddy. You're not moving yet. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Uh, they it was on the Saturn in the next year, PlayStation the year after that, and then a remake of the game was developed by the original developer team. Was released on PlayStation Portable in 2011, so PSP. On uh, some regions, notably Japan, the port was retitled. Tactics Ogre Wheel of Fate. Much oh, better. That's much better. Much better. Yep. Let's much not cling better. together. Let's have Wheels of Fate. That's what I say. Right. This sounds like a pure SEO type of decision. Oh, it's yeah. like, what what should we put first? Yep. We need the most important part of the game. Tactics. Yeah. It was a good game, but it was a terrible name. Terrible. It was a good game. Terrible name, Terrible like you name. said. Yeah, that's the new Great. thing. That's the thing. That's our new segment. Oh, look at this. We didn't lose this, oh, though. Snap. We got an email. Uh, these come to us at boopshow@gmail.com. We got one from Aaron Evans, who says, Hello, Scott and Brian. What are some games that haven't aged well? He says, Well, graphically, pretty much any game from the PS1 era. That was such an interesting and experimental time for ugly 3D, where everything turned out looking pretty goofy. I'm a Mm -hmm. uh, huge Final Fantasy fan, but those PS1 titles are ugly. On a side note, uh, are there any you expected, or are any of you excited to play the Final Fantasy VII remake in April of the show, and that you went back to the weekly format? McStiebler, he says we can say his name on the show. McStiebler, McStiebler. His real name is Aaron. Uh, So yeah, there's lots of these. Uh, For me. Um, you know what? We'll go to a similar time. I don't think you know, the original uh, Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation 1 holds up, even though at the time it was one of the greatest games right. I'd ever played. I think that game is hard to play or, Everything. So, all so of it. yeah, the, the thing that stood out about that game was the gameplay, right? The stealth gameplay was just... Yeah. It was brand new. So the things that... This is a really good question because we kind of do this every week with FilmSack with movies. We go, oh, that movie didn't hold up and there's... And we put a lot of thought into it. I haven't put a lot of thought into games because usually each uh, each generation of games focuses really hardcore on one aspect. Like, uh, like I definitely yeah. don't want to go back and play any Atari games. I mean, I'll, I'll visit them for half a second, but I'm like, I want to play those. In comparison, yeah. what's that? I don't want to play those. Yeah. They're lame. They're terrible. I don't want to play those. Yeah, They're terrible. In, in comparison, to what we have today, but it, it was important. It was an important step, and. Uh, and then there'll be a game changer that will kind of come along, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to focus this way for a while." And uh, I think Metal Gear, I think the Metal Gear Solid is a good good example there, and I think also Final Fantasy also is a good point. And I didn't realize how ugly uh, PlayStation One games were oh, yeah. until 
I got my PlayStation Mini. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I was remembering these all wrong. Yeah, and I don't want to play them. them much better. Like that's why I didn't get a PlayStation Mini because I don't want to play those. Also, that thing was right. kind of slammed for having all sorts of issues and problems, and not including yeah. the games people wanted. Not but, a great selection of games. Not a great yeah. selection of performance. Not a great selection of pretty much anything that is kind of not even that hackable like you can't even hack it very no well. no it's just you can but it's just, it's just uh, yeah. no one's interested no so one's interested. it's just hard to start getting support from the community there's more community support for hacking snes minis and that, yeah and i haven't Genesis. done it at all because i don't feel like i need to i feel like all the games that i i've got all the games i need to play on there there's probably there's some games out there i wouldn't mind having some nostalgia for but I don't really have Free to. Rangers in the chat plenty. says uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid still holds up because of its batshit crazy story. I agree. The story is Agreed. still pretty insane yeah. and great. I do like that. But the gameplay, the minute-to-minute stuff, doesn't do it for me anymore. I tried. I tried. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of... The the dialogue is is entertaining, if nothing else. Are you? Do you care at all about this Final Fantasy VII remake in April? Is that a thing you're looking forward to? Am, yes and no. Am I... It's kind of like how I felt about uh, the Animal Crossing. I wasn't personally excited about it, but when I get online, I see all these people, you know, just crazy excited about something. It kind of gets me jacked up, and I'm like, well, maybe. And so whenever I see it, I'm kind of like, maybe. On a personal level, no. But everybody's so excited, I'm like, I want to experience what they're experiencing. I'm definitely in the maybe department as well. It's like I didn't care for it in the day. I was never much for random JRPG battles. I hated that stuff. And I just could not get into it. I tried and I tried and I tried and I just never liked that stuff. So what they what I've seen looks really neat. What they've been showing mm-hmm. at E3 looks cool. Uh, it definitely has my interest from a game from a remake standpoint. It seems like they're really going places. Um, whether it really grabs me or not, I don't know. So I'm on the fence on this yeah. one. So we'll see. I never played it back in the day until I, I think we were actually doing uh, the final score, and I went back as one of my old schools. And I did see the charm in it, and I was like, mm, "I can see the charm in this." It, it didn't, it didn't strike a nostalgia chord, but I did see what the value was. It sure looks like the shit now. It looks like the shit. Boy. Yeah, Whereas, it looks like a poopy. Looks like somebody took a big old poop on the sidewalk. But this one is less poopy. The remake that is. So we'll see. April's right. a big month for fans of Final Fantasy, and I'm excited for everybody who's stoked about it. I'm just a little on the. Uh, kind of passed me by in the first side. place yeah i mean i bought it i had it 97 i'm running roll, or 99 whatever it was i'm rolling around with a copy of that thing took my playstation to this house we used to house it for and my wife and i would go there and house it for this family and we'd park our butts in front of the tv and try to play it and i just get bored i don't know yeah it's kind of like that i hear a lot of people say that about animal planet too is it not animal planet animal, animal planet the, the animal planet i yes. hate animal planet it's such a stupid channel uh but no animal crossing i heard from people too it's like i was bored and i it's it's one of those games where it's like it's such a shift in game tempo from everything else you're playing that uh it is hard to get into it until you get into it and once you do it's hard to get out of it and i kind of feel like the jrpg stuff is kind of like that it's it's hard to get in because it's, it's such a counter to everything you're probably playing maybe and then yeah, and then and then uh, once you get into it, you're like, oh. But I will, like I will this. fight anyone who comes up to me and says, Scott, I am bored in Animal Crossing. Let's go. Let's fight. We're going to fight. <laughs> well, a lot of people say they're, they say they they don't want to read. They don't want to read. And you know what? I used to be like that, too. I didn't. It's not that I don't like reading. I actually love reading. I just want to like, well, what's the game mechanic? Let's get past it. I want to see the game mechanic. Yeah. And 
I get frustrated with too much discussion, but the 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 interaction with other characters is the game mechanic. Yeah. In uh, in Animal Crossing, the 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 the, the building relationships is part of it. It's and great. The only way to really do that. Yeah, you want to do that part of it, you got to work at it. Plus, uh, the new one. I don't know if you've seen too much graphically from the new one, but. The leaves are always moving and the grass is always blowing in the new one. Yes. Ooh. It looks so good. There was yeah. a game I played recently uh, that wasn't really a game at all. And it was on Steam, I believe. And I got a game code for it and I, I checked it out. And oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Essentially, all it is, all the game is, and it's, it's, it's questionable it's even a game, is uh, writing letters to other people in, the, in these kind of mm. lo-fi, chill kind of videos yeah. okay so you ever been to youtube and yes. the lo-fi <laughs> i don't i can't videos? believe i said yes i've been to youtube sorry i answered yes yeah, too yeah, soon yeah, yeah. Of add, add more there. to that not okay. just have you been to youtube but have you been to youtube and then watch lo-fi kind of chill music or study music sure a little bit i like that kind of stuff yeah and yeah. and you know they have, they have like these nice little animation scenes that are limited in their movement but it's always yeah, it's like a guy at a table yeah, yeah writing yeah. and then his head will occasionally cock up and look out the right. window and out the window a tree branch is kind of blowing or whatever it's a little like our exactly. little splash screen we got here it's like this kind exactly of, yeah. and so it's kind of like there's a it's, it's, it's classified as a game but what it really is is a support system uh for people so you can post your problems in a letter format and you, you write it as the character and then you like put it into the cloud of the game and then people can come along and give positive feedback and you earn stickers and different things you can put into future letters uh, for you know being for getting positive feedback from your positive feedback. Yep. And so it's 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 odd. It's like these are real world problems we're discussing. And people giving real world advice. Yeah. And it feels kind of like how Animal Crossing feels. Plus, your grandma sends you stuff in the mail like, hey, your, your favorite cookie. You Check it out. Eat your cookies there. My grandson. mom sent me something in uh, Animal Crossing today. She sent me a little present. Oh, it nice. it's adorable. Said, and I'm trying to remember the, the name of the game, and I'll have to get back to you on it because I, I don't have my Steam pulled up. Yeah, right find now. that. I want to know what that Steam. is. You hate Steam. That's right. I was going to talk about it on the show, but well, I was like, what can I really say about it? It'd be a really short review because the game is very one-dimensional. Well, I have uh, I have fun. proof that you hate Steam. Here it is. I love Steam. Oh, wrong one. I don't like ah! Steam. There you go. You don't like Steam. Contrarian. Yeah. Contrarian. Contrary to what you think. Hey, if you want to send us emails like Aaron did, you can uh, just uh, head over to the site at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. There's a contact link right there. You just hit that and off you go. Uh, it's easier than email because you don't have to open up your client. You don't have to deal with that. And it's also anonymous. So you can say whoever you want to be, you can be. Uh, tell us what you want to say or what you're thinking about on the show. That'd be great. If you'd rather do an email, tell you can do you that too. Say. Tell us. Boopshow at gmail.com is the other way. So you can do that. That's fine. We don't mind. Uh, we're on Twitter at Boopshow. You can find us uh, there. You can find Brian at the Brian Dunaway. You can find me at Scott Johnson. And you can find the show at Boopshow. I think it's going to do it. Brian, do you have any final words of wisdom for the crowd that's listening right now? So hoping I could find the name of that game, but it looks like I'm going to have to wait one more week before you find out. That's terrible advice. (sighs) What you going to do? Oh, so yeah, Brian does a throwback Thursday with with Zelda, the the link to the past. So tune into that on Twitch, twitch.tv, Brian Dunaway. Do it. We have a lot of fun. Do it now. It's going to do it for us. Oh. oh, good. Uh, me too. No, that's not true. I've played that game before. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam.